and welcome back to the Hell's Fitness Podcast. If you're new here, my name's Helen. I'm an evidence-based fitness professional who makes funny parody videos exposing the toxic side of influencer culture and fitness on social media. So my goal is to help people see through the smoke and mirrors of social media and help them to generally develop a better relationship with fitness and social media overall. So welcome if you're new to me and my content and my podcast. So if you're listening to this, you will probably have seen my parody of the WAP music video because I'm recording this on a Sunday evening. I'm going to post my parody tomorrow. So I guess this is maybe like a Tuesday morning. I don't know. Anyway, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go and watch it. I created it quite lightheartedly. Um, usually my content has quite a, like strong messages, like my raps and my content that I write usually addresses issues on social media. But this was just a bit of fun because the WAP music video received so much media attention. Actually, if you haven't seen the original WAP music video, and you don't know what it is, it's what we're going to be talking about today. It's actually a song by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and it is super sexual, and the music video is pretty much like porn, hence why many people are talking about it. Um, and although my parody of it is quite lighthearted, I wanted to do this podcast as a kind of more serious review of that music video and the reaction it's had on people, and to share my honest opinions about it. So, pause this podcast and watch the music video if you haven't already. Only if you're over 18 though, because honestly it is very explicit. I don't think YouTube would actually let you watch it anyway if you're under 18, or maybe it would. That's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. So basically there are two arguments coming off the back of this music video. Number one is that it's really empowering for women, and number two that it's actually degrading and hypersexualizing women. Now, I think it's important to remember at this point that sexual music isn't anything new in rap and R&B culture. Rappers like David Banner, random example, but that song from 2005 called Play, the lyrics in that song were just as explicit and graphic as WAP. I'm not going to read them, but go and Google them. It's David Banner Play. Um, they are super explicit. And I was listening to that music at 13 years old unbeknown to my parents it was on an R&B CD that I had like one of those CDs that came in two parts um they would have been mortified if they knew that I was listening to that but anyway this kind of music has been around for some time and like even more recently we've got an example like the weekend song or nah again super explicit lyrics which nobody seemed to make a big deal out of when they came out and there are so many examples but as soon as women come out with sexual lyrics and owning that sexuality, the world has just kind of gone mad saying that they're hypersexualizing women and being a bad role model. And the music video is even worse. <clears throat> okay, but have you seen Tiger's mu music video for the song Taste? It is full of naked women. Where was all the backlash then? Where were the videos and where was all this controversy then? And I think there are other, well, I know there are other female artists who don't sing about this kind of stuff. Sure, it's definitely more mainstream and more influential, but ultimately it is stripper music. I think it does have its own genre of stripper music and even Cardi B used to be a stripper. So these songs in a lot of instances are designed for strip club environments, not your cousin's baby shower. I actually have a twerk playlist on my Spotify, which isn't for daily listening. I would never play it around my parents. It's for, you know, like private time with my boyfriend and that's where I listen to that kind of music and I do enjoy it. 
But there are other genres of music you can listen to. This isn't, you know, it. However, we can't deny, though, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are very mainstream and influential artists who also release pop songs. They're very well known. Their songs are actually very accessible, not just to people who are over 18, but of all ages. And their song is currently trending on TikTok, where there is a very, I would say, sexual dance, which people are doing to that song. And the hashtag WAP has had 1.5 billion views and over a million videos of young people, mainly Generation Z who use TikTok, doing this sexual dance like it's a normal thing. So do we have a problem here? I think it comes back to what we speak about in my other podcasts about this new currency of views and likes when it comes to social media. Obviously, people know if it's sexual, it's going to get more likes. If you're going to get it, you're going to get, you know, way more followers and interactions. So people are hoping that people are hopping on this trend because it's addictive. Social media can provide an income and freedom, etc, etc. And it has become more normal for people to show off their body in very little clothing or very tight clothing on the internet. Some people are finding it empowering, sure. Others, I think, are using it for validation, kind of like what I was, and trying in some way to compete in this society which is praising this content. I mean, it works. It definitely gets the views. But it's easy to believe that these trends are just kind of happening and society is just growing and adapting and becoming becoming more progressive. But trust me, everything that is happening in the media, especially in music, is completely orchestrated. Excuse the pun. Um, you cannot for one moment forget the power of music. Music is vibration. It's energy. It's something which can control people massively, which is why the music industry makes so much money. The lyrics of mainstream song mainstream songs over time have changed from being like about good times and partying and love into these very sexual songs. If you compare music from like 70s, 80s to music now and the lyrics, you would never have lyrics like that back then. The people who control the music industry know that you are what you listen to and they know the power of music. So if you're listening to songs about WAP and having sex and being a very sexual being, then it's going to influence people. It's going to make you feel sexy. It's going to make you feel like doing sexual things. My twerk playlist, for example, does make me feel some type of way. And I was actually very influenced by music back in my beauty grammar days. I would listen to a lot of Drake, kind of absorb myself in the idea of being this desired woman. The music kind of made me want to show off my body. But okay, so if these world leaders, whoever they are, want us to be feeling all like sexual, what is really like the purpose or the point of that? Is it just to keep us consuming? Well, you may or may not be aware of the current agenda to break up the traditional family unit. If you're not aware of this, I advise that you do some extracurricular reading. Um, It's the same kind of agenda which is out here trying to undermine and dismantle religion. Again, if you're not aware of these issues, I suggest you go and do some reading because they are very real. Um, So, yeah, what do you think will happen if we create a society where women want to share their bodies, sexualize themselves and have a constant desire and want to be validated publicly by other men and women? Created both by lyrics in powerful music and the culture on social media. You're going to get couples that won't stay together. You're going to cause issues in relationships. Now, I'm not saying that couples breaking up is down to music and social media. There are many factors at play which are trying to dismantle families. 
I'm here to tell you that the powers that be know exactly what they're doing and they know that this kind of music can massively have an influence. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a dry throat now. Um, and here's where I just wanted to talk about a bit about men's view on men's views on sharing your body as a woman. And I did a post recently on Instagram, my most recent post before the WAP parody that said, I think it's totally archaic for men to say a woman's body belongs to the streets if she shows her body online. It's quite a common phrase we hear now, but be below a picture of a woman, you know, who might be in just lingerie. Oh, she belongs to the streets, suggesting that she is, I don't know, I guess in some way like a prostitute, I think that's where that phrase is derived from. Um, however, the majority of men do feel that way. Men do not like when their woman shares their body with other men. It's like that kind of hypocrisy of enjoying women's bodies through porn and social media. But as soon as that woman is your girlfriend, it's not okay. Because it's like that intimacy is something which should just be ch shared between you two. But I think it's a bit more than just men being possessive. It's for men, like I mentioned in my previous podcast, they feel as though if you're sharing your body, you are disrespecting them. Your body is a very sexual thing, very sexual to them. They've been brought up watching porn their entire lives and seeing women constantly sexualized. They see women in a certain light. So they know that if your body is out there for other men to see, other men are gonna be looking at your body sexually. And that is something very intimate, which men don't feel comfortable with. Yes, I think some of it, you know, this is, you know, through conditioning, through watching porn and, but some of it is part of being a man and part of being human. I, so in one light, I think it's unfair to tell a woman what to do with her body. But in another light, we can't deny that a naked body is a sexual and intimate thing. If you share that with the world, you can't expect not your partner to be okay with that. And it's about that person's perception at the end of the day. <clears throat> I um, maybe have to go and get some water in a sec. I've got a really bad uh, tickle. Um, I just wanted to say for, um, for an example here at this point, um, I love the page Beauty Redefined on Instagram. It's all about seeing women's bodies as instruments and not ornaments and raising awareness of issues that affect women and sexualization of women's bodies. I'd highly recommend going to follow. Now, one of their posts says, you shouldn't tell a girl that her skirt is too short because it reinforces the idea that her body is sexual and that she should cover up. Instead, you need to tell the boys not to look and for society to stop sexualizing her body parts. I think if this was practiced around the world, then we would absolutely see a difference in how women's bodies are perceived and how women are treated. I think it would make it a safer place for women to be. But in honesty, that is never, in my opinion, gonna happen at any point in the near future, at least. Because how can you tell an 18 year old boy, for, for example, that a girl's short skirt is, and potential bum cheeks showing is not a sexual thing when everything else in his reality tells him otherwise? Video games, movies, porn, music videos, celebrities, everything is driven around sex because sex sells. Because we have this culture of very sexual music and sexual things being normalized and being accessible. You can't tell a man that a picture of a naked woman isn't sexual and not to sexualize her because for, to him, it is, like that is his perception. So if you let a girl wear a super short skirt, her perception, her parents and her friends' perceptions might be like, yes, queen, your body is not a sexual object. You can wear what you want, but that would be living in a fantasy. You, in, in your own bubble, you can't ignore other people's perceptions and beliefs. Like, I would love to believe that, but I think that this is especially dangerous when you're telling this to young girls who are like, 
10 or 11 or 10, 11, like 12 years old, that they can wear super short skirts because their body is an instrument, not an ornament. I actually, like, I sadly think that that opens up opportunities for predators to come in and take advantage. Like if I had a daughter, I would not feel comfortable telling her to wear a tiny skirt because she's not an object because I know that there are people out there who will see her as an object, sadly. But then you have this argument from people which is like, well, you're gross because you're sexualizing your young daughter, for example. So now we have this show on Netflix called Cuties where young girls are twerking or whatever because it's supposedly not sexual. And I think, sadly, that's the start of another agenda of normalizing, sexualizing girls at an even younger age. And I think that Netflix show was released as a test just to see how the public would react and see <clears throat> what they can get away with. You know, we're going to have a future where preteen girls are twerking in the street and you're living in a fantasy if you think that that's not orchestrated um, or that people aren't going to find that sexual. I think that there are obviously paedophiles out there. And, I, you know, I don't want to get into that kind of talk. Like, we're kind of borderlining into that. And I don't feel comfortable talking about that. But again, maybe go and look into that as more extracurriculum reading. I don't know if that's the right word. They used to say that at school and you used to have to do extra reading. But anyway, it does make me scared to have children thinking about stuff like that. Um, yeah, that got quite deep quite quickly. But anyway, this thing about belonging to the street stems from a woman covering up is regarded as being classy, wifey material. She is more worthy in a man's eyes if she covers, covers herself. Whereas if she gets her body out, now she is somehow not wifey material. And it's actually fascinating how differently men treated me when I was posting booty pictures. I mean, I couldn't have a boyfriend at the same time as posting those pictures. It just did not work. It caused so many issues. And ultimately, any man that I was involved with did just see me as being like a bit of fun. There was all there always ended up being another woman who he actually treated with respect and as an actual girlfriend. But with me, I was treated like a side hoe kind of thing because that's the demeanor I was putting out. But again, that's not to say that women who share their bodies are side hoes, so to speak. But we have to note the current perception of men and how men perceive women like that because it is influencing society massively. Um, but with all that said, I actually love this song. Like it's deliberately made so that you like it. And I find it really catchy. Um, they've obviously pulled a great marketing stunt because everybody is talking about it. I actually think um, it's really catchy. I personally actually don't have a problem with this song. Um, it's a song at the end of the day. It's on my playlist now. It has a purpose there. I think um, I'm mindful of the influence, but I'm mature enough and I'm in a place where I can see it and listen to it and be like, that's okay. But I know that there are people who won't be like that and are perhaps more vulnerable um, or it will, you know, we've got this thing where it's influencing a culture and it's one song. But I mean, there are other songs that, that have similar lyrics, etc. But yeah, I'm really interesting, interested to hear from you guys. Do you think this song is empowering or do you think it is sexualizing? And do you think this is a bad thing or a good thing? Um, I'm really interested to hear your opinions on this. Um, so yeah, as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe so I can continue to do them and bring them to you. Um, I hope that you're all safe and well and I'll be back in your ear holes very, very soon. Bye.